Hi, my name is Paul Quinn. I work for Clarion Housing. We're a large housing association. I'm going to sort of quickly take you through a project that I work on with Clarion. And in it, what we're trying to do is to be uh, fair by the existing residents, to build some beautiful homes, and at the same time, maybe be uh, financially astute, maybe even make a little bit of money on the, on the side. So we'll talk through how that's going to work. But um, we're going to begin with probably the most dangerous bus in Britain. This is the number 200, and this takes you from Wimbledon Town Centre. So if you get on this bus in Wimbledon Town Centre and get off in Mitcham Town Centre, which is a journey of three miles in Mitcham where I work, then you lose 10 years of your life expectancy. Now this is a journey of three miles, um, and really very starkly confirms what inequality plays out like in uh, even in London these days, 10 years off your life. And that's what sort of um, prompted me then to use this term social justice in the uh, title of my presentation. Um, and of course then immediately regretted it because it's quite a tricky term. But um, I'll talk you through how we think we're trying to apply those principles through uh, the project uh, in its delivery. If I can get this to work. Possibly. Turn around. Turn around. There we go. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, so this is uh, Merton in uh, London. I didn't know where I was either before I went there. It was quite a sizable place. It's the size of Sheffield or, sorry, size of uh, Coventry or, or Leicester or, or uh, Derby. Quite a sizable location. And these are the three estates that um, we are focusing on. I'm going to talk about Normandy too. This is Eastfields, which is in Mitcham. A very unusual design. We have four estates of this style in Merton. This is Ravensbury, which looks great from this angle. It's his best, best uh, photograph from 200 feet, um, but you'll see it a bit closer in a moment or two. And this is High Path. This is uh, just on the edge of uh, Mitcham and, and uh, South Wimbledon, um, really dominated by those three tower blocks. Now, the background in which we are working in London here is one where there's a huge political debate um, around regeneration per se. And the words gentrification and social exclusion um, just become interchangeable with regeneration um, and we see these sorts of headlines all the time. So understandably in many ways people are very suspicious of what we're trying to do. If you Google regeneration in London you will see uh, states that have a, a long history of challenge from local residents or challenge from um, groups outside uh, those neighbourhoods um, and so it's against that sort of background that we're working. Now, I'm sure this isn't the first time Young Gale's been mentioned this week here, but these are the sort of principles that we're trying to work to here, really focusing on people first, and then it's about creation of spaces, and then it's about the buildings. It's never the other way around. I have a big poster of uh, Young, a film about Young Gale in my living room at home, which my wife absolutely loves and won't let me move, but Young Gale is my great hero, and these are the principles that we're trying to apply here. These are the three estates that we're working on, and you'll get a sense of um, how this uh, works as a business model as we go through it. So it's three estates, but it's a single business plan. So effectively, the larger estate, the high path estate, is cross-subsidising the other two. It makes a reasonable return. Um, the other two lose every penny of it. Now, the principle we apply in Clarion is we look at our existing stock, and if it comes to me to be reviewed, it's already recognised as somewhere that's failing, um, and what are we going to do with it? So we run a test against it and we call it a case for regen and understand how much it's going to cost to keep those buildings on the go. In the case of these three estates, it's 
they run at minus 140 million pounds. That's what it's going to cost us to keep them um, in uh, reasonable condition. If you could maintain them in reasonable condition, Eastfields, for example, the first estate has a very limited life. You'll see a few more slides of that in a moment or two. So my starting point is minus 140 million. I always think I'm doing good if I do better than that. My chief financial officer's got a different idea of what we need to be turning out in the back of these. There's no private sector partner. We're raising all the money ourselves. We're a very large housing group, so we're able to do that. And we're looking to demolish two estates entirely, partially refurb one of them. And we have the OPA and the Section 106 in place. That's taken us five and a half years to get this far. So there's 1,260 homes at the minute. We're going to build out probably something closer to 3,000 now. Um, and all that goes with that. Um, and uh, we're underway now on two of those estates. Again, we are a, at heart we are a social landlord, so the driver for us is the replacement of our existing stock. So that means every affordable home gets replaced. That's 740 altogether. Um, all social rented. And actually, that's a fairly significant uplift on the, the current uh, proportion of social housing there um, uh, on these sites. That gives us about 31% overall within the uh, the new master plan, and another about another 10% of the homes that we'll build out are for existing resident homeowners. Now they're the people who very often get the sharp end of the stick in regeneration in London. They get very poor values um, for the purchase of their home, and that's where we have developed um, the residents offer, which is the key to our project working. Now other housing associations have done this. Swan have a very similar approach, but. I think the difference here is the scale we are doing it at. I have 499 homes to buy back at a cost of over £300 million to be demolished um, and rebuilt. And that's the crazy economics of regeneration in London. Now, in terms of sort of the social justice based approach, this means that what we're asking people to do is to sort of come along with us in this very complicated, quite long journey. But the principles are. And there's no decant, you move directly into your new home. Um, no one goes back into overcrowded accommodation. Um, if you're a clarion tenant, you keep all the rights you have now, there's no rent increase. If we do regen or not, it's just the same. But the last bit of this, the replacement home offer, is the bit that's unusual. Because um, generally speaking, leaseholders, freeholders get offered um, shared ownership or shared equity. And in this case, we are offering people a full a um, uh, new 125-year lease or a new freehold. And that's the key that makes the project work. 40% of the homes I have to demolish, we don't own. So I have to bring those people with me. And the local authority are not our partners in this. Um, this is entirely um, down to Clarion to try and deliver it. I will only be able to deliver it if I bring those people with me. And this offer has proven to be the, the key to that. And this is the model that we use now in all our regeneration projects. And these are what these estates look like currently. This is the Ravensbury estate. These are Orlet homes built just after the war. Concrete falling apart, very, very cold. They all have to go. This is High Path. Most of people living in High Path live in these three tar blocks. And there's a series of other um, not uh, terribly good built form across here. But the useful thing about High Path is it's very spread out. These homes here we're having to buy back. £600,000 each those cost in London. This is the Eastfields Estates, which is one of the worst estates I've ever worked on. I've worked on a lot of estates over the years, full of asbestos, flat roofs that leak all directions, 
33 of these little alleyways through into the green space beyond. Um, really nothing to save here other than the trees. Um, we did a lot of consultation. I love this picture. This is my, <laughs> this is my colleague uh, Spiros from PRP Architects getting a very hard time at a coffee morning. <laughs> they don't believe a word of it, um, but uh, he's a top architect. Um, and we've done lots of this just to try and show people that what we're proposing is not going to negatively impact them on, in the long term. And this is what we're going to build. I was at planning committee 10 o'clock last night getting this scheme approved. Um, and everything that you're looking in that photograph, and that CGI rather, is social rented or it's a replacement home. This is local people being housed first. So all the early homes are for local residents. Now that means we have to carry a huge debt um, because all I'm doing at the minute is buying back homes, building stuff, and there's no income in from it. But we're a large housing association, we can afford it. And that's the principle on which we're bringing it forward. This is the, how High Path will look. So that's the one with the three tar blocks. We're trebling the density here. This is what pays for the other two. The other two lose every penny of that. We're just about a break even. That'll do for me. If you remember, we're losing 140 million if we try and keep them going. But uh, this is what we're going to be building out. A whole range of different styles. I particularly like this one. This is Ravensbury. It doesn't look like uh, London, but actually you're about 10 minutes walk from the Northern Line here at this point. So it's possible to build out nice quality homes um, and still do right by the people who live there and still keep your chief financial officer happy. This is Eastfields. Only thing that's staying is the trees, some cracking trees in it. Um, but people were happy to see everything else go. Already? Okay, nearly there. And even down to things like all the entrances are all designed tenure blinds. Very important people feel valued, whether they're a social rented tenant or whether they're buying a property. And some of these properties in High Path will cost eight fifty nine hundred thousand pounds on the market, and that's what cross subsidises. And of course, it's about more than housing. We're spending a billion pounds here, so we need to squeeze every last possible social and economic benefit out of it and to um, build out all the retail and employment space that comes with that. And we're using High Path as the basis for our circular economy strategy. We developed this in the back of the American project. This underpins um, all our procurement, all our design. Real challenge for the architects to designing buildings, thinking about how they're going to be deconstructed in 40 years' time. And final slide then. Is this social justice in play? We think there's elements of it here. There's a long way to go. But these are the three principles we try and deliver in our regeneration project. Critically, keeping the existing community together and in situ. That's the top priority. Improving neighbourhoods by understanding what works well in them now and building on those. And finally then, hopefully, building some communities, some public spaces, some buildings that will last for generations to come and have a real design quality at the heart of them. Thank you.